Hi, it's Morgan, and you're listening to the Sustainable Motherhood Podcast, where I talk about my journey to becoming a lower waist person while also being a mom. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sustainable Motherhood Podcast. I am so happy you are here listening today. Today is October 1st, so we are going to be talking all about autumn, fall, whatever you want to call it. I'm excited. I am an October baby. I'm born October 29th, so I'm right before Halloween. So I'm a Scorpio. I'm a little fiery, and I love autumn. I love fall. I know it's like kind of a basic white girl thing. I mean, that's like a stereotype, right? But I have always loved fall. I'm When I was a kid, you can ask my mom, for my birthday, I never wanted cake. I always wanted pumpkin pie. It is my favorite food. It, It's funny because I don't eat it very often, but every time I do, I'm like, oh my God, why do I not eat pumpkin pie every day of my life? Because my life would be probably a lot better if I ate pumpkin pie every day. But we have to save it for the fall season because we love the season change. And even though we are in Texas, it is hot still. Um, it still feels a little different than summer. I don't know. It's just like a feeling. It's like a vibe. I know a lot of people are really into Christmas. I love fall and I'm very excited. So that was, I'm not going to be completely honest with you all. That was like the sixth time I've tried to record the intro. So I really need to get it down. You would think after like 30 something episodes, I would know how to record an intro. Um, but I don't still. So I also took a little break. I think I took two weeks off. We moved into a new house. So I'm very excited. Um, it's a mess. It's chaotic. And I really like have my brain going like, you should be doing this. You should be unpacking. You should be doing this. But I'm sitting down to record this because I'm excited about it. And I've been thinking about it all day. Actually, I've been thinking about it all week. So today we are going to be talking about sustainable and eco-friendly ways to celebrate autumn and to just have a good fall. I'm going to call it fall just because it sounds a little more natural to me when I'm speaking, but um, I know autumn is probably a more proper term. So anyways, I'm excited about fall and hopefully it will start cooling down here soon. Um, Maybe not, but who knows? So today's October 1st. And one thing I wanted to say before we get started, I'm going to start posting podcasts on Fridays instead of Tuesdays. I had mentioned this in my last episode, but Fridays are just going to work out a little bit better for me and my schedule. So I hope that's okay with you all. And yeah, that's all. That's my housekeeping. So let's get into it. Um, I made this list and it's not super organized. So bear with me. (laughs) Just... Next episode will be more organized, but today we are just having a chatty one. So I know some of you like that and some of you like the more structured ones, but today is a chatty one. So first thing, we're going to talk about decoration. So I'm not a huge decorator. Um, It just, I don't like a lot of clutter. I don't like a lot of storing things. And we've been in an apartment for, I've lived in an apartment for like five or six years, six years, I think. Um, so I've never, I haven't had a lot of storage space for like decorations and things. And 
Um, my mom always decorated, but for, for like fall, it was always kind of minimal. And I like that. So if you decorate, that's totally fine. I, I'm planning on doing a little decorating this year and I will share about it on my Instagram. If you want to follow me, it's at sustainable.motherhood, but let's talk about decor. So I know it's really easy to go to Target or go to Hobby Lobby. Actually, please don't go to Hobby Lobby. Like go to Michael's. Okay. If you don't know anything about Hobby Lobby, just, just go to Michael's or something. But I know it's really easy to just go there and buy like whatever looks cute this year and use it and maybe store it, forget about it. And then next year buy new stuff. Is anyone guilty of that? Um, so what I can say about decoration is there's so many ways to get decorations that are more sustainable than just going out and buying them new. So thrift stores are a great place to get any sort of seasonal decorations, not just fall decorations, but Christmas, Easter, whatever you like to decorate for. If that's your thing, I'm not going to tell you not to decorate because I know some people love it. And I also do to an extent, um, I'm, but I know some people really, really love decorating. And I think that's fine. I think that's totally great. And I think it's really important not to just say, well, don't decorate. That's not sustainable to buy decorations. They're useless. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not thinking that. I don't think that at all. And I don't think that's a great thing to tell people. Like if one of your friends really likes to decorate for holidays, I don't think it's really productive to tell them that it's not eco-friendly or it's not sustainable to decorate because different things bring different people joy. And I don't think there's anything wrong with liking to decorate for seasonal changes. It might make you feel really happy. It might make your home feel really joyful to you. And I think that's great. So but there are some alternative ways than just going out and buying new decorations, plastic decorations, and things like that. So one, I already mentioned thrifting. It's a great place to get decorations. And usually thrift stores, um, at least the ones around here, the ones that I've been to, they always put out the seasonal stuff like with plenty of time. Like The fall stuff has been out for a while the past couple times I've been to the thrift store. There's been you know, little plastic pumpkins and signs and things like that. So check your local thrift store first. Also try to decorate with some natural decor. So things like dried flowers, obviously pumpkins, pine cones that you can find outside or even leaves. I've seen some cool things done with leaves like make a wreath or make a wreath out of scrap paper. I saw a really cool um, idea with that they like cut leaves out of paper and made this wreath and it was very beautiful um so i would just do some research check on pinterest it's always fun to make things it's always a little more fulfilling for me at least to home make things um that i'm going to put up in my home so um and i will say if you're gonna do like dried flowers or pine cones or something please try to collect them outside instead of just going to the store and buying them a lot of times you know, they're shipped from across the world. Maybe they're even sprayed with something that isn't the best for the environment. And like, especially pine cones, when I think of buying pine cones at the store, they're always wrapped in like those plastic mesh bags. So um, if you are able to collect them outside, that would be the most sustainable thing. And then obviously keep them for next year or compost them or just put them back into nature after you're done with them. Um, Obviously, if you paint them or spray them with glitter or something, uh, don't put them back outside. But 
I think they look beautiful, just natural. They don't need paint, so. <laughs> um, and then obviously, reuse your decorations from previous years. Don't just go out and buy all new decorations every single year. Um, maybe have a plan to like add one new thing every year instead of like going out and buying hundreds of dollars in decor one time and then it maybe goes out of style or it's not your style. Um, that's what I'm doing for Christmas is I'm buying one nice piece of Christmas decor every year. I mean, we'll see how long I do it for, but we have a very small supply of Christmas decor, so that's why I'm doing it. So last year I bought a advent cal calendar. Um, it's actually like an advent box, like a wooden advent box off of Etsy, I believe. And so it's very nice. It's like handmade. It was, you know, a little pricier, but instead of just going out and buying a lot of cheap decor, I just bought one thing that I know I will use for many years. So, and you can do the same with fall decor. So, um, next, let's see. Outdoor activities are very great to do with kids, especially in the fall because it's like cooling down. It's not as hot. Um, maybe it's cold where you live right now, but hopefully not too cold where you can't go out and do activities. So apple picking, that sounds so fun to me. I've never gone, I don't think I've ever gone apple picking, maybe when I was a kid, but I don't have vivid memories of it. But anyways, apple picking, I don't think we have much around here. I tried to look it up to give some ideas, but there was a few farms, but they said they didn't have apples this year. So, but if you're like in, you know, Connecticut or something, they, there's probably lots of apple picking and you know, obviously after you go apple picking, please make sure you have a plan for what you're going to do with the apples, make applesauce or a lot of apple pies and freeze them or things like that. Don't just pick them for the aesthetic and then throw them away. So, um, and then you can also use apple cores to make apple cider vinegar. So that's kind of fun. Um, all you need is water, apple cores and peels and a little sugar, and then you just let it sit and for like maybe a month, maybe two, and you can make apple cider vinegar, which you can use for salad dressings or um, other cooking things. I use it in like making vegan cheese. I always add apple cider vinegar to that. So that's one thing to do to kind of reduce your waste when it comes to buying a lot of apples or picking apples. Um, and then obviously pumpkin patches are, it's one of my fondest memories from when I was a kid. And I think that's why I love fall so much. It's just like, going to the pumpkin patch and picking out your pumpkin and going on a hayride. And I don't know, it's just fun. And I think that it's so fun for kids. They kind of, it's a big space. Usually they can just run out. They can look at all the pumpkins, do the corn maze. So if you have a local pumpkin patch, try to support them. Try not to drive, you know, hours and hours just to go to a pumpkin patch. But I understand like sometimes they're out in the country. So so it might be a fun day trip for your family to do. And on your pumpkin patch trip, one thing I will say is to try to bring your reusables with you, like your reusable water bottle, reusable silverware, um, some Tupperware containers for any food that you buy, things like that. Um, a lot of times, you know, places will use your containers to put any food that you buy in, which is really great. So it doesn't hurt to ask. If they say no, they say no. But um, I try to get into the habit of always bringing my reusable water bottle and always having a set of cutlery with me at the minimum. And um, now I've been trying to remember to always carry some Tupperware with me as well, you know, if I buy any food out. So 
those are some outdoor activities. If you guys have any other ideas for outdoor activities, I would love to hear it. Um, you can send me a message on Instagram and I'll share it. So next is to try a CSA box. So you can get a box from a farmer in your area where they deliver um, local produce that they grow on their farm and it's always seasonal because it's local. So it can be really fun to cook with seasonal ingredients and in the fall there's a lot of great you know seasonal things like butternut squash, um, obviously pumpkin. <laughs> I'm talking about pumpkin a lot in this episode <laughs> but pumpkin, squash, acorn squash, um, you know, kale is coming into season, broccoli is coming into season, things like that, cabbage. So using seasonal ingredients in your cooking can be a really fun and sustainable way to celebrate the holidays. You can use them for baking um, or making like delicious stews or things like that. So it can be a really fun way to be a little more sustainable in your cooking and also incorporate some aspects of the season change. So next, um, it's also kind of talks about food and cooking is to bake some fall treats and specifically things that are very cute, I think, like pumpkin shaped cookies or um, little like witch's hat cookies or things like that. I think those are so fun and cute. And instead of going out and buying things that are wrapped in plastic, you can try to bake them at home. And you don't have to be a great chef to bake. I know a lot of people are intimidated by baking, um, but it's really not that hard. <laughs> you can usually find some really great recipes online. Um, even on Instagram, people have good recipes. So don't be intimidated by baking or decorating. It's always fun to try it out. And it's so fun with kids to bake, even like the youngest toddlers, like my son, even when he was one, he loved to mix things, add things to the bowl, and now that he's, you know, two and a half, he, it's like one of his favorite things to make muffins together. So um, we made some pumpkin, or actually I did after he went to bed because it was too late for him to help, but I made some pumpkin muffins last night and that will definitely be a staple in our house this season. Um, I also really want to try out pumpkin chocolate chip cookies because I bought one the other day at... I don't remember, like a local place, and it was so good. So I want to try to make pumpkin chocolate chip cookies. That sounds good. So baking fall treats together as a family is always lots of fun. Um, and then my next tip is thinking a little bit forward to Thanksgiving. So try, hear me out, <laughs> try a vegan Thanksgiving this year. It can reduce so much suffering if you try to cut out meat this year for Thanksgiving. Um, there's so many ways to veganize recipes. I have done a vegan Thanksgiving for I think the past five years, maybe six years, and my mom has transitioned all of her side dishes to vegan side dishes, and so like I'm able to eat pretty much everything, and we'll do different things for the main uh, we've done the field roast turkey if, or field roast roast a few times. We've done the tofurkey turkey. And then we've done like alternative things. We did like a stuffed squash one year and it was delicious. So there's so many options and you do not have to eat meat on Thanksgiving. I know a lot of people will kind of 
go off their vegan diet for the holiday season, but I highly encourage you just to give it a try, even if it's just cutting out the meat, um, you know, maybe keeping the dairy because it's sometimes the side dishes have dairy, but that was just something I want to put out there because um, I have a soft spot for turkeys, <laughs> so yeah, it makes me sad. That's why I really don't like Thanksgiving, but I think there's still definitely ways to celebrate it even without eating meat. So next... Um, we're going to talk about pumpkins and what to do with pumpkins after, after the fall season. So one thing you can do is try to buy pumpkins that are edible. So pie pumpkins or, um, even jack-o'-lanterns, you can use the seeds and roast them and make roasted pumpkin seeds. And then obviously pie pumpkins, you can make your own pumpkin puree and you can use it for anything. And it sounds really difficult and you're like, why can't I just buy a can of pumpkin? You can, but... If you buy a pumpkin for decorating your porch or your fireplace or something, the pie pumpkins are actually very cute and they're usually really nice and round. So you can buy those and then use them for decoration. And then once you get tired of them, just literally all you have to do is wash them, cut them in half, scoop out the seeds, place them on a baking sheet with the um, hollow side up. Um, you can put a little oil and salt on them if you want, if you're going to use them for something savory, if you're going to use them for something sweet, just like very light oil, um, avocado oil or olive oil, and put them in the oven at 400 degrees and just leave them for probably about an hour, maybe a little longer. So how you'll know that they're done is liquid will come out and fill the whole, um, the little crevice thing um, some of the juices will come out and then those juices will actually go back in and one and once it's fully absorbed back into the pumpkin your pumpkin should be soft and tender and ready to be used so all you need to do is take it out let it cool and you can either mash it with a fork or put it in like a food processor or something and there you go you have pumpkin puree uh sorry if that was very weird description that is how i learned how to do it when i was in culinary school and it works like a charm it works for any kind of squash um acorn squash butternut squash anything like that a lot of people say to roast them side down like the um, the cut side down but if you do it with the cut side up that's um all the juices will actually go back into the pumpkin and or the, any kind of squash and it will give it a lot of flavor so sorry if that was kind of a weird tangent but i learned that in culinary school and um it does make your squash like a lot more tender and a lot more flavorful so weird rant so if you don't want to cook with your pumpkin or if it's a type of pumpkin that um, isn't really edible please please don't just throw it in the trash so i was looking up kind of statistics about pumpkins and how wasteful they are and i found a few different things and one said that almost 13 million pumpkins are thrown away every year so that's a lot of pumpkins. That's a lot of resources to use um, to grow the pumpkins. Obviously, water is used, land, transportation, all of those things are used when growing pumpkins. And then they're just thrown away and put in a landfill where they aren't composted properly. So they end up letting off gases um, that are very harmful for the environment. So if you can compost them in your home compost, that's a great option. If you have chickens, you can feed your pumpkin to your chickens. Last year, I actually 
dropped our pumpkins off at someone in our neighborhood that has chickens and they fed them to their chickens so that's a great option um or if you have a city compost that's another option so please 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 don't just throw them away don't just let them go to landfill um that's the worst end of life for the pumpkins and the other thing is just try to be sensible with the amount that you purchase and buy um don't go too crazy i mean obviously it's up to you and i know it's just it's one thing um if that really brings you joy but just try not to like go out and buy 100 pumpkins which i don't think anyone's really doing but who knows so and that is all i have for my sustainable fall tips and ideas so i hope you all enjoyed those and if you have any other ideas or traditions that your family does i would love to hear about them you can follow me and message me on instagram at sustainable.motherhood i'll have that linked in the show notes and you can also email me at sustainablemotherhoodpodcast at gmail.com. If you like today's episode, please uh, subscribe and rate and review. That really helps the show um, be seen and heard by more people. And if you know anyone or you would like to recommend anyone to be on the show, or if you would like to be on the show, please send me an email and I will get back to you as soon as possible. That is all I have for today. I hope you all have a great day and you start enjoying the fall weather. And yeah, I will talk to you all in the next episode. Bye.